98.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game game day. What a week it has been for Clemson recruiting. We're going to talk about that with our friend and guest this hour, Jason Priester, recruiting director at allclemsontigers.com. We had him on last, last Tuesday, I believe it was, to preview the upcoming, at that time, the upcoming junior day. Now coming out of that, Clemson landed two offensive linemen commitments. They picked up a defensive lineman before junior day. And so 2025, starting to round into shape, and the Tigers have jetted up the rankings boards for 2025. It doesn't really matter on January 30th, 2024 right now. I I get that. But it does show that Clemson has a lot of of recruiting momentum, and we're going to discuss that with our good friend Jason Priester at allclemsontigers.com. Good morning, Jason. How you been? I've been pretty well. How about you, man? I'm good. Uh, Did you enjoy your trip to Durham? I saw you on TV. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I did. It was my first time going to Durham, actually. Well, first time going to Cameron, shall I say. I've been to some football games there, never a basketball game. It was very, it was, it it was unlike any basketball game I've ever been to. (laughs) It is unique. In fact, I've, I've told this story before. I had a friend who covered a game there one year and Clemson was playing Duke and he, Clemson, I think was up at halftime. So he just sort of wrote, you know how we do in this business. We write a little quick, you know, rough game story, just in case, you know, just a couple graphs to get the, get the juices flowing and be ready. And he wrote that at, at, like right before halftime, and he got up, went to go get something to drink, and he came back, and someone on his laptop had changed the entire paragraph to Duke winning the game. They saw the students, you know, because they're, they're, they're all, all over you. They're right on your back. And so somebody go in there and change oh. it. Uh, so I, I assume you, you got the full experience with the camera crazy just hanging all over you. Oh, they are absolutely right on top of you. It is the craziest environment I've ever been in. It, it was one of the reasons I wanted to go because I'd never been. Um, but yeah, I don't regret it a bit, despite the way it finished. Um, mm. it, it was a very cool experience, despite the rough game and the way it turned out. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll circle back to basketball before we let you run. Uh, but I do want to focus on recruiting right now. Uh, before Junior Day even occurred Clemson got off to a good start as um they landed a defensive line commitment uh you know Ari Wofford's a guy that uh I think that you know I guess maybe we 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 assume Clemson gets these kind of players you know regularly does he fit the mold of the edge rushers that we've seen come through the you know this program over the last decade or so now uh is that kind of how you view Wofford and, and what, really what kind of player do you think he is yeah I I view him as one of those long you know he, he's long he's athletic he's got a really good first step I think he uses his hands really well um he, he fits that mold what Clemson's looking for in defensive ends um he he's a guy you know the, the commitment came out of nowhere it was a surprise to me I, I had no idea it was coming um not not surprise ones are not my favorite ones, but he he's a guy that you know hadn't even visited since Florida State, if I'm remembering right. He hadn't even been there in a while, and just comes out of the blue. But um, just kind of shows you what those new hires Dabo Sweeney made in the off season are already doing on the recruiting trail. I mean, it, it'd be disingenuous to say Lamanski Hall didn't play some role here because obviously he did. But I'm sure Chris Rump had something to do with putting the finishing touches on this thing and. Um, 
he's a, he's a guy that can really help at, at a position of need. Clemson needs to hit on a couple of big defensive ends in this class, and, and they've already got one in the fold now. Yeah, I think I think you you pictured uh, painted a picture of Rump there. He's kind of a closer type of guy. He's going to come in and land a player, and Matt Luke can do that as well. The other new coach on the staff, and Clemson picked up commitments from uh, Braden Jacobs, the son of Brandon Jacobs, former NFL uh, running back, and Isaiah Campbell, um, another guy that they've they've picked up, uh, and of course. Uh, continue to to bolster this with Jalen Beckley. Can you kind of run through all of those guys and and what you think of them as players? Yeah, I think all three of those guys are, are your typical perfect fits for for what Clemson's looking for from a culture standpoint. Um, Beckley's a guy who I followed since the summer when he worked out at at Dabo Sweeney's camp last summer. Had not made it back to campus since he lives in Texas, so it was hard for him to get back to for a game day visit with his high school schedule and stuff. But I remember having a long conversation with him after he worked out at camp last summer and just having one conversation with him. I remember I told myself, he's going to be a part of this class. You can just tell by the way he talks and some of the things he believes in. They line up with a lot of Dabo Sweeney's values. And sure enough, that's the way it played out. I always thought it was more about a matter of when, not if. And he gets back to campus and – First time he gets back to campus, he commits. I mean, I know he's not rated by a couple of the services. This is a big kid, um, talented kid. When they do get around to rating him, he'll the ones that haven't, he'll probably be a four-star. Braden Jacobs is the same thing. Really big kid. Fits this culture to a T. Um, father played in the NFL. A guy that has been to cameras, campus numerous times over the past year or so. The timing of his kind of surprised me a little bit. Didn't wasn't really expecting him to pull the trigger so quickly. Talked to him a couple of times. I always figured he'd take it into the spring. But again, with these new hires and with Matt Luke in particular, one thing Jacobs always talked about with me every time I've talked with him was development. He wanted to go somewhere he was going to be developed, and I think Matt Luke is the guy that can do that. And obviously, they do too. And then you got your defensive lineman Isaiah Campbell. And uh, another guy that's been to campus a few times in the past year made his first visit to Clemson for the spring game last year, if I'm not mistaken. I remember talking to him after he made that first visit, and I asked him what it was like, and he 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 had trouble putting it into words, and he finally said it was supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, he's another guy that he just his, his values kind of line up with what. Dabo Sweeney and crew are looking for there in Clemson and you know another talented guy a top 100 player and I, I think he'll fit right in with that that group of defensive linemen he, he's extremely versatile he can play inside or outside I asked him one time if he was being recruited as a defensive tackle and he said he thought so but you know he said he could play anywhere he told me he was fixed to even play running back so very versatile guy he can move him around if you need to three big gets for Clemson right there why are these players so important? Like, what's in terms of what's coming off of the the books, if you will, the the personnel? Uh, why, why is this sort of been the the focus uh, right now with these big linemen on both sides? Well, if you look at the offensive line, and if you just go back to the way Clemson's offensive line has produced in recent years, um, you, you need it, it, offensive line is always going to be important, no matter what class it is. You got to kind of 
keep restocking the shelves, so to speak. You, you don't want to ever get caught shorthanded there. But for me, Clemson's had a perception problem along that offensive line, particularly coming off the 2024 class where they really struggled to land some guys. So now, you, you know, you didn't even get your first commitment last year until July. Now you've already got three on board and three blue-chip prospects, really good ones. So perceptions change quickly. Um, I thought it was important for them to get off to a fast start with the offensive line in this class, and they've absolutely done that. Um, you can look for them to take one, possibly two more. But same thing with the um, defensive line, particularly a defensive end. You know, that, that's where Clemson is kind of thin, in my opinion, particularly on experience. Um, behind T.J. Parker, there's just – very little experience, and then you lost one of your freshmen from last year, David Ajabi, to the portal. So, so this was another this this defensive end's another you know position of need in this class. So it's it's, it's crucial that you hit on a couple of big ones who can come in and contribute um, earlier rather than later. Now you said last week that you know you weren't expecting necessarily commitments coming out junior day, but. It can happen. I think it's kind of how you how you phrased it, and you wouldn't be shocked if it did happen. Why do you think it happened with those two offensive linemen? What was it, Matt Luke? Was it just they they just fell in love on Junior Day? Like what 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 brought them to that decision when they made it? You know, with Beckley again, I think it was more about the time, and I always thought he was going to be a part of the class, and and maybe it would have happened his next time on campus, no matter when it was, but. Um, talking to him Sunday night, that that speech Dabo Sweeney gave those guys Saturday was powerful, um, and it, it resonated with a lot of those guys. He, he committed right there in the room, um, and I do think Matt Luke's hiring played a big role in you know kind of finishing it off with Jacobs. I think Thomas Olson did a fantastic job of kind of laying the groundwork and laying that foundation. But, but the hiring of Matt Luke kind of sealed the deal. Again, I've had three or four conversations with him in the past year, and every time it's always about development. And you've got a guy in place now with a proven track record that he can develop those guys. Jason Priester from com, recruiting director, joining us live here this morning on The Roar. Jason, in terms of junior day and the impact that it had, and we talked about this last week, but the impact is not – right in the moment, per se. It did work out for those those gentlemen you just mentioned, but it's also laying the foundation for the summer and getting guys locked in to come back to campus and maybe potentially you know, make their decision following that visit. Uh, where did Clemson, where does Clemson stand with, with some of these guys? Who, who were some of the players that you thought were interesting coming out of this that made some decisions to return and get Clemson some, some more visits? Yeah, I think Clemson, you know, we're we're talking about the commitment so far. I think Clemson did a really good job with some of the guys that, that are going to still continue to process and take it through the spring and into the summer. Um, talked with um, offensive lineman Mal Waldrop. He said he's plan- already planning on coming back in June. I, I would be very surprised if five-star offensive lineman David Sanders isn't there for that official visit weekend in June. Same thing with four-star offensive lineman Mason Short. Um, the coaches were already back at, at four-star linebacker Jaden Harmon's school yesterday after he just visited the weekend. He, he's a guy I think they made a, a lot of progress with this weekend. Same thing with four-star safety Jordan Young. Th- those are all guys that I would fully expect to be back 
in June if they even get, if some of them even make it that far. Several of those guys are going to take it past that, but there there might be one or two that don't. But if they do not, I would fully expect most, if not all, of those guys back this summer. So so if you don't get them on board beforehand, that's what you want to do this weekend. Like you said, kind of lay the groundwork in an effort to get them back this summer when you really roll out the red carpet for them. All right, what's on the horizon? What are you monitoring with Clemson recruiting uh, over the next couple of weeks? After this week, we're fixing to go into a dead period for most of February, so it'll probably quiet down, quiet down some for a little bit. Still trying to touch base with some of these guys that were at um, Junior Day over the weekend. Got a couple stories coming. Got one up from, from Mal Waldrop this morning. I'm supposed to talk to Jalen Beckley again, but still getting some returns. But, you know, after that, once once we get out of February, we'll get into spring practice and guys start rolling back into campus again for spring practice, and it'll pick right back up. And a lot of these guys will probably come back into spring and, and then return again for the big official visit weekend. That's that's a great point. Uh, the The spring will certainly bring some guys in. Uh, when when practice gets going. Uh, wrapping up things here with Jason Priester. I told you we'd circle back to basketball. That was a tough loss for the Tigers on Saturday. Now they come home tonight, 9 p.m. against Louisville. Uh, do you expect a spirited effort tonight, or do you think there could be a hangover emotionally from what happened in Durham? Man, that's a tough one to have the quick turnaround on. I'll tell you what, man, that was just brutal. Um I'm not really sure what to expect tonight. I can see it going either way. Clemson's not shot the ball well at home lately. And and this is not a very good Louisville team. This is absolutely a game they must win. These are the kind of games that kept them out of the tournament last year. Matter of fact, they lost to Louisville on the road, a bad Louisville team, one of the losses that, that kept them out of the tournament. But they need to flush that one from Saturday really quick and bounce back tonight and come away with the win somehow, some way, and it starts with shooting the ball better. Could not agree more. Jason Priester from com. Go check him out. Go check out the website. Uh, great on the YouTube channel as well. Jason really kills it. Uh, every Monday night, you got to join him at 7 p.m. He does a really good job breaking down Clemson recruiting, Clemson football. Baseball season's right upon us. Jason, I know you're getting excited about that. Uh, were you out of practice? You were out of practice the other day, weren't you? Yeah, I saw the first two innings of the scrimmage Friday, and then it got a little chilly, and I had to leave. I was not dressed for it. <laughs> well, there'll be, there'll be more I'm opportunities. I'm hoping to catch at least one this weekend. Yeah, right. I'm hoping to catch one at least this weekend. Well, we'll be following you, Jason. Thank you for all you do. We appreciate you coming on the show today and breaking down recruiting. We'll catch up with you next time. Appreciate you having me on, man. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Jason Priester from com. Always glad to catch up with him. And I highly recommend going to allcomstigers.com, checking out his work. I also highly recommend going to everyoneliving.com. If you or a loved one has reached that point in life where you don't need assisted living, but you're in your 70s, your 80s, and you still want your independence and live life on your own, but keeping up a traditional home is so difficult. The cleaning, the cooking, the uh, constant you know repairs that have to be had on a home, you don't have to worry about that at Everlon. They take care of everything for you. Concierge services, housekeeping services, two chef prepared meals each and every day. It's a great place to be. Great people. Always activities. Live life how you want to at everlonliving.com. Go check them out today and their website. Everlon Independent Living in Clemson, 150 Pershing Avenue. 
Uh, really gives you that, you know, right there in the center of uh, Patrick Square and just being able to have the business and amenities of that along with, you know, the the care that you get. There's a, a, a medical response team right next door at Dominion. There's beautiful aesthetics, premium amenities. They have studio, one-bedroom, and two-bedroom uh, units, and everything comes with washer and dryer, cable TV, all of that. It is, really is a one-price-fits-all for Everlon. Go check them out, everlonliving.com today. 654 Roar, when we come back, we'll talk more Clemson, some basketball, and get into some other things as well in the NFL in the back half of the show. Don't go anywhere. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. clemsonareachamber.org. Are you tired of living with the discomfort of peripheral neuropathy symptoms? Well, relief is just a call away. Introducing Sumus Laser Therapy, a breakthrough treatment for peripheral neuropathy that could change your life. Say goodbye to tingling, numbness, and pain in your extremities. Dr. David Maruz, DC in Greenville, is here to guide you on your journey to a pain-free life. With state-of-the-art Sumus Laser Therapy, you can experience real relief. Look to a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation. Thank you for voting Tiger Express Wash as the best of the best car wash in 2023. Use your unlimited fast pass in Clemson, Easley, or Pendleton. Tiger Express Wash, proudly serving the upstate with more locations, same quality care. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at autoworksc.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and three-row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting autoworksc.com. That's autoworksc.com. Start the year off in a brand new Bronco Sport from George Coleman Ford and Travelers West. With prices as low as $32,395 and special rates as low as 0.9% for 60 months. You'll be the envy of your friends in your new George Coleman Ford Bronco Sport. In business for over 90 years and led by the fourth generation, Broncos cost less than Travelers Rest at George Coleman Ford. With approved credit, offered good through April 2nd, 2024. Engineered Sleep has been a Roar partner for over eight years, and your support has meant the world to them. They design and manufacture some of the best mattresses in the world right here in Greenville, South Carolina. If you've not visited their new 95,000-square-foot facility at 333 North Pleasantburg Drive in Greenville, you should. Go check out their mattress showroom and also take a tour of their factory. It is rare that you can buy a mattress directly from a factory that has been making them since 1931. Outstanding customer service, incredible prices, and special requests. See why our customer reviews rave about Anderson Beverage Outlet with a great selection of wine, beer, and spirits. Anderson Beverage Outlet is your go-to destination. 3% savings for our law enforcement, healthcare, and military professionals. Plus, savings for you in our customer appreciation program. Anderson Beverage Outlet, 140 Commons Parkway, Anderson, in front of Lowe's and Target. 
When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. We are back here live on The Roar, the press box, with Brad and Mike. John Hyde will be in later. 654-ROAR, you want to get in with us. Big thanks to Jason Priester. Enjoyed that conversation. Talking recruiting, you know, I, momentum is a, is, a, is a debated thing. It's not measurable. It's not a metric. It's not necessarily tangible, per se. I think it's a great way for our, great way for our minds, our human brains, to comprehend and understand shifts you know and just ups and downs of life you know i think we've momentum is a great way whether you believe in it or not uh as something real i do think that it helps us understand things and i think momentum is exactly what i would describe clemson recruiting right now i mean just the names that they've been able to get on campus uh some of the names they've been able to get committed and now heading into you know sort of a soon to be dead period and then a break and then spring and summer ramp up in a hurry they come quickly for a lot of these young people who are making decisions uh, I, I think Clemson's in really good shape I think that that's the, that's to me the biggest takeaway it's great that they got some some early January 2025 guys that's great to get them this this early in the in the cycle but I think it's just the the momentum that has been built and a, a lot of the positive things. And if if you follow some of the national recruiting, I mean, the, the local people are great. Don't get me wrong. Jason does a great job. Of course, you know, Paul Strelo, Anna Adams, they all do a great job. But you look at what some of the national people are saying. Clemson's getting a little bit of hype right now, Mike. I, I think momentum's a real thing here for the Tigers. They've created something. Now can they sustain it? Can it turn into something even bigger? That remains to be seen. But you got to take it when you can get it, because the the other the other side of the coin is no momentum, nobody interested in your school, nobody talking you up, and you just becoming irrelevant in the recruiting game. That's I'm not the biggest recruiting person in the world. I don't follow it daily like a lot of people do, but I do get and understand. Sometimes from a perception standpoint, you just need to be out there and being noticed by names. Hey, you may not land everybody that you want, and maybe. You know, a guy really likes you, but he just likes this school better. Hey, that happens. That's life. That's the game. You're playing. 
But I think it is critical to keep your name out there in recruiting cycles. And this time of the year, I think it's very important. Clemson's doing that. I definitely buy into the momentum, Brad. I, You know, I'm thinking if I was a, a big offensive lineman and I'm trying to decide, narrow down my schools, and I think, hey, I'm going to be able to look to my right and see Jalen Beckley, maybe look to my left and see a, a Braden Jacobs on the offensive line along with me in a year or two. I mean, that that's big stuff to see these guys committing to Clemson. And uh, I, I love how uh, Jason – talked about this uh this junior weekend we just had and it's uh there's some good things happening in tiger town i believe so and i i think it's good to see the energy that's coming out of that staff right now it seems like it's really really high and i think you know rump and and luke have brought some of that i talked about yesterday you know they're not necessarily going to change the recruiting philosophy but they can change the i think the energy in the room and get people fired up about recruiting it. When you bring new people in, that's kind of what you're wanting to see, right? You want to see some some energized recruiting going on, not just from the new guys, from the guys who have been on staff for years. Sometimes you need a little, little, little kick, you know, a little, little motivation to get out there. You see somebody else working, recruiting hard as they possibly can, that should drive you to want to do the same. And you know what happens if you don't, <laughs> okay? We all know what happens if you don't. That's right. So this this there's a level of energy over there that I think is very positive for Clemson. Got it. Got to continue it. Can't. That's the thing about recruiting. You can't let off. You can't get discouraged when a couple of guys go elsewhere. But I do think it feels vastly different than last summer and last spring when we're sitting there going, Clemson don't have any offensive linemen. Clemson's not getting a quarterback. Clemson's not doing this and that. That was bad momentum going the other way feels like going in the spring and summer I, I think it's going to feel more this is just my opinion and it can change but I, I feel it's going to feel more like 2023 than 2024 class does that make sense yeah it does so I think it's going to be a hey look at, it's going to be more of a who's because that's that that 2023 class phenomenal Mike we're, we're going to be talking about that class for years you saw TJ Parker mm. you've seen Peter Woods You've seen, you've seen what what Barnes can do, you know, Avion Terrell. You've already seen these guys. You haven't seen their ceiling, but you've seen where they're at. You've seen their floor, and now their ceiling is unbelievable because of it. And that's just on the defensive, you know, side of the ball. I think Harris Sewell is going to be really good up front. Got critical critical playing time as a freshman, kind of thrown into the fire because of injuries. That'll pay off down the road. Absolutely, will pay off at some point. So I think it's I think it's a good thing uh, that this 2025 class looking more like the 2023 class, and there could be some potential guys that help right away. Of course, the you know the 2024 class has some of the big biggest needs though at receiver. Those two guys coming in, uh, Westco and Moore. So, and it's being recognized by it's being recognized by a lot of the ranking sites as Clemson's in the top three on. Number two in uh, 24-7's yeah. composite right now. Number two. So, Clemson, that 2025 class doing some good things. Six five four roar And, you know, if you're not going to just hammer the transfer portal, you're going to have to really hit with recruits. You can choose which way you want to do it. Uh, so, sometimes you have to hit the transfer portal because you can't get any recruits. I would much rather be on Clemson's side of things right now than that side of things. Now, do I believe in a healthy mix? Yes. Yeah. 
ultimately, you want to find the balance there. Using the portal, building with recruiting, portal fills holes. That's what the best. That's what Georgia's doing, right? Is that not what the Bulldogs do? Yep. You know, if they have some holes and they can get some top-notch players, they upgrade some positions. They're going to do it through the portal, but they're going to build through recruiting. And I'm not saying we all need to emulate everything Georgia does. I'm just saying, for instance, that that's the kind of balance I'm talking about. Yeah. Some years Georgia's very active in the portal. Some years they're not nearly active in the portal. Well, and a bonus, we're uh, graduating 99% of our players. A lot of I guys mean, want to stick around. That was the thing. The COVID year gave opportunity, and a lot of guys took advantage of that opportunity and wanted to be around Clemson for extra time. Yeah. Guys like XT, Rook, Tyler Davis, could have gone pro a long time ago, could have left, could have done whatever they wanted gone to the portal, whatever. They want to come back and stick around and uh, work on more more degrees and graduate and drive those numbers up. And a lot of guys are, are choosing to do that. You know, a lot of guys are transferring out after they get their degree, too. You know, DJ did that. There's a couple other guys who have who've done that. So uh, I just think there's, there's some positive momentum, and it's, it's good to recognize positive momentum when it occurs because of the other side of things and where it can go. Totally agree. Now, on to basketball, Mike. <laughs> Great transition there, wasn't it? Yeah, man. <laughs> Before we get into basketball, this thing brought to you by Carter Color Company, located at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, right in the heart of Clemson. And the Carters are here for the community, the surrounding area. Uh, Carter Color Company is a Benjamin Moore paint store. They carry a wide selection of products uh, in different colors, different uh, exterior, interior paints. You can get insights on all of that and how to do your specific project the right way. It's not just about the products. It's also how you do it. That's the expertise. That's what you get at Carter you don't get elsewhere. They not only sell you the high-quality Benjamin Moore paint, they walk you through the steps and make sure you get the right things you need, the right rollers, the brushes, the primers, the correct paint, the color the way you want it. You want to get it done the right way. There's nothing more infuriating than knocking out a paint job and then going, that just didn't work. I'm going to have to redo it. Do I do it now? Do I redo it now? Or do I redo it in uh, six months? I don't know. Not at Carter's. They make sure you're hooked up and ready to go. When you walk in the door, they get you set up for everything. Carter Color Company. Go check them out online. CarterColor.com today. 9 p.m. tonight, 8.30 pregame, right here on the Roar. The Clemson Tigers take on the Louisville Cardinals. And, Mike, you had a question earlier about Hey, hey before you before you mention that question, Brad, can I jump in with something? Sure. I, I pulled up to the job site yesterday, and, and and I was in an area that was like a tree limb hanging down over the front of my, my truck. And before I got out, a red bird came and, and lit right there on the, the limb. And I could have sworn he, he, he looked over and smiled at me. I saw no teeth in that red bird's beak. I cannot figure I out. I don't know. A bird with teeth. I just can't. I can't figure it out. I know. Sorry, I, I took us down a different path. There no, no. It's all relative, Mike. <laughs> it all works out. Uh, Louisville has shown no teeth on the basketball court as of late. See what I did there? You like that? That's nice. You like that? Uh, lost five in a row. They lost to Virginia by 17 over the weekend. They lost to Duke by 14. Uh, Wake Forest just just beat the brakes off of them, ninety to sixty five. Uh, they lost by sixteen to North Carolina, and they lost by six to NC State, who I I think's going the other way. Uh, so those are those are their five consecutive losses. 
you know, they're they're a three guard team. They're kind of built around you know three guys that they're playing the backcourt. Um, Mike James, uh, Sky Clark, and Trey White, uh, who they put a lot of emphasis on those three guys. They're all averaging twelve or thirteen points per game each, and they have to play well and they have to shoot well for Louisville to have a chance. But Louisville got off to a horrible start early in the year. Uh, they've stuck with Kenny Payne because there's really not an alternative right now to move off of him. Uh, so they've just kind of kind of let this thing go throughout the season. I, I don't know that Payne will be back after the end of this year. We'll see. I don't know if he's going to do enough, but uh, it's a team that's really struggling right now, 6-14 and 14, uh, overall in in the season and really scuffling. Does that does that concern you? What is your concern? As you mentioned, you had one earlier with Louisville coming into Clemson tonight. My concern is we we kind of alluded to some of these same things when Georgia Tech was coming to town. Fair. And Georgia Tech was coming in off of a five-game losing streak to Nevada, Florida State, Boston College, Notre Dame, and Duke. And they snuck in here and beat the Tigers in double overtime. Now, granted, Clemson was coming off the win against Boston College. Tonight they'll be coming off of this one point loss to Duke hopefully the mindset is different but when I when I realized that Louisville was coming in with a five game losing streak ooh, it just made me think of that night when Georgia Tech was here I was at that game and you just had a sick feeling there near the end of the ball game Clemson seemed to be tired they seemed to be a, a little bit lackluster going toward the ends of that game and we've talked about it before Brad Clemson both the men's and the women's team have got to improve on finishing ball games. I I agree, and that was a game that late, kind of like Duke the other night, got away from Clemson, and they did not handle the late game situations very well, and ended up in double OT and ended up losing the game. Uh, George Tech also hit some ridiculous shots that night. I think Louisville would have to do that tonight to have a chance. Can Louisville win this game? Of course they can. It's college basketball. I'm not just guaranteeing a win. I, I was a little more, but to your point, I have a little more trepidation about this game because of the Georgia Tech game. And I've, is that kind of what you're getting at, really? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I, you're not wrong in that in that feeling because you're right. It, it did feel like Clemson was set up to just go an easy, easy home game against Georgia Tech. You don't have to really pay attention to this one. This is going to be a, a route. And it turns out to be that, which is one of the craziest, you know, double OT games I've seen in a long time. And and how things, how some of the decisions that Clemson made were perplexing. Um, so I get it. I, I understand that. But is this Louisville team capable of giving Clemson a run? We'll discuss that on the other side. Six, five, four, roar. More to come after this. It's moving day and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean-cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. I'm Lance Crick. After 20-plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. 
Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory-trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal to keep you on the road. This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. The cold weather is here and Harrison's is the place to load up on layers from lightweight long sleeve t-shirts to heavy duty Sherpa line coats and everything in between. Harrison's is the home of work, western, and wow! But nobody does work like we do. FR, high-vis, work boots, and safety shoes of all types, plus a huge selection of workwear for men and women. Harrison's has what you need to work safe and work warm all winter long. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden, or get free shipping from harrisonsusa.com. I'm starting the new year by making sure my home feels new and advanced cleaning with zero res. Take advantage of their new year sale. Get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. And when you mention me, Mickey, and the Roar, you'll get a hallway clean for free. Schedule online at zeroresgreenville.com. Tired of cutting your neighbor's grass or passing by distressed properties in your neighborhood? Well, wish no more. At Samuel Property Group, we specialize in transforming these overgrown, rundown properties and offer cash for them in as little as 10 days without the MLS. We buy properties every day, no matter the condition. So if you're ready to turn an eyesore into a neighborhood gym, visit SamuelPropertyGroup.com and fill out our contact form, and we'll handle the rest. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com. Tiger Express Wash is giving back to their loyal customers with a New Year clean car special. Purchase one Simon Ceramic Car Wash and get the second half price. Purchase a 12-month anywhere unlimited fast pass to use in Clemson, Pendleton, or Easley and receive an extra month free. Stop by Tiger Express today. Buy one, get one half off on Simon's Ceramic Car Wash and 13 months of anywhere unlimited fast pass for the price of 12. Tiger Express Wash, giving back with more locations, same quality care. Your flagship station for Clemson men's basketball, 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. We're back here live on the Roar. Thanks for joining us today. 654-7627. It's press box with Brad and Mike. Still got a lot to get to. 
actually talk some Clemson basketball here in a moment. Uh, Mike, I saw this. I thought this was interesting. So apparently the Nevada sports books are not going to cash in on the Taylor Swift uh, mania for the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Brad, you, you had to do it, right? I got 15 minutes left in my shift, and you had to you had to go there? <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape Taylor Swift, Mike, no matter where you go, what you do. Oh. She's always there. Yes, she is. <laughs> Did you see the... Um, can't remember. Maybe American Airlines changed their flight numbers from oh, uh, from Kansas City to Las Vegas. You're for the Super Bowl. Your flight number is going to be 1989. Oh, of and then course. for the return trip from Vegas back to Kansas City, your flight number is going to be 87. Of course. Yep. Uh, but they will not be. And this is where the Super Bowl is being played this year in Las Vegas. You will not be able to wager on any. Props for Taylor Swift for the folks out there. Man, what that's a, tough. What a bummer. The books don't have anything to do with it. That's that's the reasoning. <laughs> I mean, it really is. They don't feel like they can accurately line Taylor Swift props, mm. and they would have to charge. I mean, they would have to give such a, a low minimum bet. It's probably not even worth their time to mess with it. So it's it's probably the right thing to do. Yeah, I would think so. Oh, I'm sure there'll they'll be other problems. You can find them in other places, just not in Nevada sportsbooks. There'll be plenty of places to, you know, like how many times do you see? You know, we, we, we John and I do a prop sheet every year. We go through for the Super Bowl and do prop stuff. I'm sure there's plenty that are going to be, you know, how many times will Taylor Swift be shown on the broadcast? And Will she, uh, will she sneak down to join Usher in the halftime show? Oh, I didn't think about that. I really haven't thought any of this through, to be honest with you. <laughs> Unlike others, I, I do I do not care. It does not bother me that she's there. I don't get overworked about it. I, I'm, I'm watching football. They cut to her, do a cut scene, they move away, whatever. But I tend to watch the game, and that's going to be my focus. But I did think that was interesting. I wanted to pass that along just for you, Mike, because I know you're a big, big Swifty not fan. I appreciate that, Brad. <laughs> Appreciate you taking care of me on that. John is the resident Swifty fan here at the at, at the Roar, so I'll let him take care of business here coming up shortly. Six five four Roar, you want to get in with us? Should Clemson be concerned about Louisville? We should be concerned about everybody when you're not playing your best ball of the year, which they're they're not. Uh, do you need to be concerned? Sure, of course you do. But Louisville's not a very good three-point shooting team. So maybe, you know, I mean, I say that. And what will happen tonight, Mike? They'll make 12 out of out of 20 tonight. Right. <laughs> they shoot about 32% from the three-point line, which is barely inside uh, the top 260 in the country. Uh, they're 319th in three-pointers made this season. So they do not rely a lot on the three-point shot so i think they'll i think tigers will be okay there uh they attempt they only attempt a little under 18 a game that's that's not a lot of threes this is not a three-point shooting team which is one of the reasons they're not very good uh they know they can't really make a lot of threes so they're not going to probably take a ton of them uh they score 71.8 points per game which the first half has been their issues. They're 339th in the country in first half scoring. 
Clemson's 156. There's going to be an opportunity to get a lead here, you know, and and I mean Louisville's the disparity, Mike, is is worth noting. 30.4 points per game in the first half, 40.5 points per game in the second half scoring for Louisville. That is a massive difference. 10 points. Clemson's five-point difference. So they double that. So if you can get an early lead on the Cardinals, it would be a really good idea uh, to do that. But, you know, we don't know where Clemson's head is going to be in this one. Emotionally, you know, Brad Brownell said yesterday, I believe it was on the uh, coaches teleconference that for the ACC that the team can they can throw a pity party all they want but you got to move on at some point you got to just say all right this is how it was and you got to get back to to work and and focus on the next game the next opponent does it help or hurt to have a short turnaround you know just two days to sort of mull it over and get back on the court I would, I would think it helped to yeah, a certain degree I, I think it helps a lot with with Louisville coming to town and this week should be a Pretty good pick me up with the schedule that Clemson has. Yeah, I I tend to agree. In terms of the NCAA tournament, and now it's it's January, and and John says we don't talk tournament bracketology until really February. But I do want to note this: I looked at the latest from Jerry Palm, CBS Sports. He's their bracketologist. Lenardi's kind of slow on getting his out, but yesterday I saw. Uh, Paul put his out, Mike. He had Clemson solidly as a four seed right now. Wow. He had I, he had Duke as a four seed. I saw him as high as a six, but not, not as a four. A four. And that was after the Duke loss. Wow. So he, he, had, he had Duke and Clemson both as four seeds. So he must have seen something in that game that he liked. Well, I think I think he's just looking at the numbers. They lost the game and moved up in the net rankings. They lost the game, and it actually benefited them. Now, had they won and it benefit more? Yeah, of course. Well, we think. It is the net rankings. No one knows. No one knows. But they're 28th right now. Top 30 team in the net rankings is in the tournament. Clemson does not have a quad four loss. I believe tonight's game is a quad four game. Oh, boy, I hope I didn't just jinx anything. I, I think that it is a quad four game to, today. I'll have to double check. Maybe before that gets out on the air, I can go back and edit that out somehow. <laughs> Too late. Oh, okay. It's live radio. Hey, I do uh, I do appreciate Chad the Mailman getting in and correcting my pronunciation of Usher. It's it's Ursher. Ursher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that, Chad. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Clemson's doing, in terms of the tournament, where they're, I think they're where they're supposed to be right now. Granted, things can change. You start losing games like this. You know, Notre Dame's on the schedule. Wake Forest, Virginia. You start losing some of those games. Then I think we're having, you know, a different conversation. But, I mean, solidly as a four seed. Not even the last four seed. I think Duke was the first or second four seed. Clemson was the third, according to Jerry Palm. That seems important and relevant right now. And according to Ken Palm, which I'm sure we'll hear about a little bit later on another show, <laughs> Ken Palm's got Clemson sitting at 29 right now. And the RPI, I believe, is even higher than that. Okay. The RPI was 16th going into the Duke game. I don't know what it is coming out of it. I haven't looked it up. But clearly, Clemson is hitting all of the needed metrics. You know, last year they, they couldn't clear some of these metrics. The record was good. That's right. 
but they they just missed out on some of the metric numbers. This year, the 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 schedule the the records coming down, but the metrics are are staying high. They 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 got high early because of that non that non conference season. Yep. Starting what ten and one. And I think that big Alabama win continues to to be the one that stands out. Absolutely, it does. Alabama is ahead of them in in Jerry Palm's uh, ranking or Jerry Palm's uh, bracketology by a slight margin. They're, Alabama's the, the the first four seed listed, followed by Duke and then Clemson at thirteen and six. Alabama's fourteen and six. Alabama played; they had to play the hardest schedule in the country, if not the hardest, has to be among the top three or four. And then now you compound that with the SEC schedule they're going through, and they play at Georgia tomorrow. I got to see some of that game against Auburn that Alabama won last week, and strong in the finish for that one. And you're pulling for Alabama. I find myself pulling for Alabama because Clemson has beat them, and that helps Clemson's overall. Uh, record so you know who else is helping clemson's overall record south carolina that is correct yes the gamecocks solidly in the ncaa tournament as of right now according to jerry palm eight seed they're the final eight seed so they're on that eight nine line which is not a bad place to be this time of year uh if you're south carolina you've gotten off to this hot start they can they can go they can still go down some but at 17 and three i don't think you're going to just plummet if you lose tonight at tennessee uh, you know, net ranking certainly helping Clemson out a good bit right now for uh, what the Gamecocks are doing. But man, had Clemson won that, I I hate to play the what if game, but if Clemson just won that Duke game, found a way to close that thing out. That would Clemson would be in the top twenty three or twenty four right now easily. They they'd be right there with Kentucky. Kentucky's the NCAA tournament team. Clemson's an NCAA tournament team right now. And I don't, I don't think. I mean, even a loss to Louisville tonight would not Clemson would not knock Clemson out of the NCAA tournament. Oh, but let's don't take a chance. Brad. No, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it. It wouldn't. It would. It would compound some issues, and yeah. it would hurt the overall you know metric line. Now, speaking of tonight, Brad, how do you like how do you like this uh, grit after dark? Are you? Are you a fan of no, the 9 p.m. game? Not at all. No, I'm old now, Mike. Uh, I'm not. You got to get the kids in the bed. I, I get up way too early in the mornings now. Yeah. Uh, in in a different life, I would I was I stay up till one two o'clock every morning. So it didn't I didn't care. Uh, when I was in the newspaper business, it didn't matter. I was the hours I worked. Now, not a chance. Not a chance. Am I a fan of this? Uh, it's it's going to be a struggle. Might have a late cup of coffee this afternoon. Well, you know, there's another similarity. The last time we played the nine o'clock grid after dark game, that was the Georgia Tech. See, you keep. Why do you keep doing that? I'm sorry, man. Everyone, point your attention to Mike. It's hanging over me. I think the Tigers are going to pull it out. I'm just, ah, I get these feelings sometimes. All right, all right. Tigers need to come out strong tonight. I think they will. I I think there's a bounce back game here, uh, from an emotional standpoint. And trying to forget the loss and get over everything and just move on with the season. They understand. They don't understand as well as anybody you can't lose a game to Louisville because they did last year. And it hurt them. It was one of the things that they, that one, the Loyola loss and the South Carolina loss were like triple circled all year long. And there was these, these dark clouds that hung over Clemson in March. I'm getting booed on the Adams and Co. You should be getting booed for that. Yeah. 
I don't blame people for, for booing you all night. Sorry, I'll be gone in five minutes. <laughs> Bring John back. That's why you're saying these things, because you don't have to be held accountable when you leave. What are you, a coach in the SEC? Are you going to be held accountable for anything? Is this Hugh Freeze? 654 Roar, you want to get in. You want to get in with us on the uh, Adams & Co. roofing text line or on the uh, phone lines. <laughs> Man, Mike, getting it, getting it now on the text line. I, I can't, I can't feel sorry for you on that. You, you brought it upon yourself. See, Friday mornings is too early to give me grief, so I get away with a lot. But you know, here a little bit later in the day, I'm mm, making some enemies. Can I interest you in watching that South Carolina Tennessee game tonight, six thirty p.m.? Sure, a that'll primer. be a good. One. I, I will actually be out uh, for my son's birthday dinner. Happy birthday, Tugger! But, um, but I'm sure I'll catch some highlights. Yeah, uh, I would. I'm going to try to watch a good bit of that one. Last night in college basketball, Duke won again. They had a very short turnaround off the Clemson win, and they went on the road to Blacksburg and beat Virginia Tech 77 to 67. Probably one of the better games Duke's played in a while. I, I do you think Duke played well against Clemson the other night? I don't. No, I don't think it was their best game. No, but I think I asked you this off the air, Brad. Did you see Tim Beret's tweet last night? I did not. He uh, made mention of Duke getting called for four charges in their ball game last night. Funny I, how that works out. I don't remember seeing any of those on Saturday. And that game was where? Uh, Virginia Tech. That's correct. It was in Blacksburg, <laughs> not at Cameron Indoor. Just pointing out facts here. Just facts. You can lead your own conclusions. We only bring you the facts. Houston knocked off Texas last night in overtime uh, to avoid their third loss of the season. Uh, they're they're. they're Houston's getting a real dose of what it's like to play bigger boy basketball. Uh, they're, they're not rolling through. Half their conference games are, are what, 75% of their conference games were just breezes back when they were in the AAC, and now they're playing in the Big 12, and they're learning that, that life in, in the bigger leagues is, can take its toll on you. Imagine that, Mike. Did you know that? It's hard to win in college basketball at that, the upper-level leagues. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you're right. It's hard. It's not easy. Uh, Houston's had a couple conference losses, and they've avoided one yesterday uh, on the road at Texas. It's a good win. It's a really good win. you got to have it, but still, uh, they avoided it. So, we will keep track of what happens tonight up in Rocky Top and, of course, what also happens in um, across the ACC uh, with Clemson taking on Louisville. Syracuse goes to Boston College tonight. Any interest there, Mike? Eh. Not a whole lot. Probably not. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, North Carolina goes to Georgia Tech this evening. Uh, the Tar Heels, a eight-and-a-half point favorite on the road uh, down in Atlanta. And there'll probably be a lot of baby blue mixed in there with the, with the I just, gold. I just got reminded on the personal text line, uh, P.J. Hall did draw a Filipowski charge the other day in the uh, first half. So <laughs> there you I, go. I stand corrected. You stand corrected. All right, when we come back, we'll get into hour three of the press box. We'll get to some NFL news. It's a curve. We'll continue to talk some, some Clemson basketball if you want. 654 Roar. Plenty to do in hour three. Don't go anywhere right back after this. WCCP FM 105.5. I'm Jake Wilson, Clemson, and as the owner of Iron Drop Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for 15 years all over the If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. 
Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive floor coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. SD Seating and Air 